Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of New England Sports Radio 24-7. I am your host, John Leary, and with me is always Scott. <laughs> what happened to the Patriots? Looney. As you can tell, this episode is a recorded episode, and it is only going to be a half an hour due to the uh, New England Patriots game. So with that being said, we are going to be talking about the New England Patriots for the next half an hour. Hope you enjoy it. Scott, what's up, buddy? Not much. School's kicking my ass. Um, other than that, just hanging in there, trying to watch football. Uh, I am going to the uh, Montreal Bruins preseason game uh, in Montreal on Monday. So you guys should stick around. I'll have a full write-up for you guys. You can check that out on our website. But, um, yeah, other than that, just trying to keep up with the endless amount of reading I have. How about you? I'll tell you what, man, I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, you know, we're doing some things with the WFIFL. We've got a new show airing on Sunday uh, with, you know, all about football. I saw that amazing picture that was posted by the WFIL today. The yeah, well, yeah that, was, that was pretty cool. You guys should like, is, put man. that on we a got, banner or something. Yeah, we got some cool stuff going on. I can't wait. Uh, obviously, you guys will have to stay tuned for that. So, to start it off, let's talk about the debacle, as everybody would like to say, the uh, debacle Patriots game that was on Sunday, week one against the Buffalo Bills. Now, normally when we go to Buffalo, we go ahead and steamroll the Bills. And I want to say we've beaten them 48 out of 49 times that we played them. Uh, now it's obviously 50, if, if that's correct. Obviously, everybody out there will correct me. I'm sure I'll get some sort of hate mail. Um, but, you know, thank God for the defense at this moment in time. At least that's what I can say. What, what are your thoughts? I was going to say thank God for Vereen and thank God for Amendola. And now both those dudes are out for a while, which kind of is not is not good. But, yeah, the defense was finally not defense, terrible. Yeah, the defense actually showed up. They reminded me a little bit of the 2001 New England Patriots, where it was defensive first, offensive came in whenever they could. Especially, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, and especially with I was, I was really surprised by EJ Manuel. I thought that he played. I mean, of course they lost, but at the same time, he, he played well, real good for his rookie debut. I think the kids got a lot of promise, and you know that's that's something that Buffalo's been lacking a little bit. I'll tell you what, for the first uh, quarter and a half, the Buffalo looked like I remembered Buffalo to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they they, uh, they couldn't get out of their own way. They were shooting themselves in the foot by getting all sorts of penalties. Uh, the Patriots, you know, they, the Patriots were rolling. I tell you, they scored 10 points in the first quarter alone. And they shut out the Bills in the first quarter. But, the Bills, EJ Manuel played well, but I'll tell you what, the Bills defense, they came up big. They came up real big. And, um, you know, I think that the Bills, they, the, I don't know if it was more the Patriots playing badly or the Bills playing well. I think that was more the Patriots playing badly, but they looked like a contending team, which is 
of course they're not a contending team. They don't have the parts in place, but they against a, a team that you expect so much out of in the Patriots, they looked very good. Well, yeah, I, I actually have to somewhat agree with you. I mean, if, if you honestly think about it, though, you could tell that the Patriots have a lot of holes this year. Um, at least, I mean, I granted, I know it's only one game, but the, you could tell that, you know, uh, Kendrick Topping and uh, Tompkins, is that how you say them? Yeah, Kendrell, Kendrell Tompkins. Yeah. He's definitely not on the same page with oh, Tom Brady as, no. as everybody thought he was. Um, you know, he's running all sorts of wrong routes. A lot of these guys, even Amendola was getting yelled at by Tom Brady. He was clearly on, you could see it. He'd be standing on the wrong side of the, uh, the offensive line and, and Tom Brady would be yelling at him to go, you know, over to the right, over to the right, you know, and, uh, you know, he, but, Amendola, he corrected his ways. He he did go out with a uh, groin injury early in the game, but to his credit, he came back. and And I don't know if you ever had a groin injury, Scott, but it's uh it's not not pleasant. It's not pleasant. Yeah, and ten catch, one hundred and four yards. I think it was. Yeah, I, I want to say so. Um, Something like that. Ten ten catch over a hundred yards. You know, that's that's a good day. That's a I'm not gonna say West yeah. Welker Day, but I mean, no, no, uh, you know, ten catches, day, yeah, ten catches for 104 yards. Um, I tell you what, uh, Julian Edelman, seven catches for 79 yards. Yeah, and that's not so flashy, but he had two of the touchdowns. Yeah, and, and you know, you can clearly see that Edelman is a guy who, who's built up chemistry. You could, you could tell that they were, they had. You know that they had been on the same team for the past couple of years because they yeah, were clicking, exactly. and yeah. it's not exactly, um, you know, that it's only 79 yards or whatever. I think that one of those, I think that a lot of those catches were, you know, third down positions that they needed to get those yards on. I think that they were they were seeing very eye to eye, and those two touchdowns. I mean, those were two very, you know, statement touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, because they. They have been, you know, it's it's it was there was made apparent that they had been playing with each other for so long. That's that's yeah. what I thought at least. Um, and I like Edelman a lot. And people were speculating last year with the whole, you know, starting Edelman over Wes Welker for a little bit that he would be the new Wes Welker. I think he's going to be more of a depth guy who's going to be more important on, you know, crunch situations with third and second down. Um, sure. Yeah. But you know, it, it just showed that he can get the job done, especially when, you know, a lot of the, you know, like you you pointed out um the tight end um and you pointed out that you know even Amendola you know the tight end situation I forget exactly you know you know we're not seeing the tight end attack obviously because you know one of our guys is a murderer the other guy is you know an an idiot um well I mean if you really think about it the 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 tight ends have were only targeted three times yeah exactly you know they were targeted three times twice to uh Zach Subfeld who uh, obviously missed both of them and won to whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? And he only, you know, one catch for five yards and it wasn't really that big of a deal. No. So he, you, you could see that, you know, Edelman is the, the important uh, relationship on that offense, or at least that's how it looked right now with the two touchdowns. He, well, he clearly, listen, Tom Brady clearly went to Julian Edelman because he's the one he knew, he knew he could rely on. I mean, and nothing against the other guys because, you know, not for nothing. It's a comfort thing, though, in the first game of the season. You know. Sure, it's a comfort thing, but not for nothing. The, the running game, the running game actually surprisingly was effective, but ineffective. If if that makes any sense, like I mean, Vereen was effective. Vereen was effective, which made no sense because Vereen, 
Vereen had, or Stephen really had the same exact holes that Shane Vereen did. You know, uh, you know, Shane Vereen, 101 yards, uh, and he averaged 7.2 yards per carry. Um, but she, uh, Stephen Ridley, he, for some reason, he had decided he wanted to have a fumbling problem. Maybe, the, maybe it was a hot, hot potato. I don't know. I don't think he decided anything. I think he got it was a pretty good strip. It looked like a very good strip. But uh, we, I mean, you remember back to the AFC Championship game last year? I believe it was last year. He had yeah. a big, big fumble that was, you know, game changing. And this was, was a game changing, like seventy five yard fumble recovery. Return. Well, the thing is, is the first, the his first fumble, yeah, that was a great strip. And you know, all the credit to the Buffalo Bills defense. But the second one, he just, he just dropped the ball. It, it was hardly anybody around him. I yeah, mean, and you know there was a you know he got he he took a seat you know after that he was done. He had to. I mean, do you think Bill Bell, Bill Belichick wasn't going to allow him to, to yeah. get in there? You know, and yeah, you they, know, they claim but, it's a shoulder injury, but I, I I don't really believe that. But you know, and and now that Vereen is going to be coming back in what week eleven? Yeah. You know that that was such a for me watching the game that was such a like oh yes this guy he's he's doing well like he can be incorporated into our offense somehow and. Because I, I knew of Vereen, but I always thought that Ridley was kind of the prioritized running back on the offense. Um, well, Vereen didn't really come into his own until last year during the uh, Houston Texans game, uh, the divisional round, where he he just basically broke it wide open. Um, the thing is, Vereen is, you know, I, Stephen really is going to probably be our starting running back just because he's, you know, he's a little bit higher up on the depth chart, but um you know, and we're gonna we're gonna need him, and we're gonna need Legarian Blount to go ahead and uh, really step up for these guys because, you know, without Shane Vereen, you don't really have much much depth at the uh, the, the running back position. You know, yeah. I mean, they don't, did you so. understand that the whole why they had Blunt returning kicks? No, I couldn't. It made, it made <laughs> that was no weird, sense. right? Yeah, it made it made no sense to me because Legarian Blunt is like a Mack truck. He takes forever to get going, but once he gets going, get out of his way. Um, he's not a very fast guy, and you know you have you have. I mean, the only the only sense that you know, well, the only thing that makes sense to me is Julian Edelman was becoming basically their star receiver for the game, so they probably didn't want to put him at risk because that's probably why they put Legarian Blount to uh, return the kicks. But I know before the game. Last week they went ahead and re-signed Leon Washington, but apparently he's out with an injury as well. I don't know exactly what his injury is, but you know, I, I would think I would hope that they would kind of get him going for tonight's game. I don't know, do you have any news about that? I don't know. I I remember seeing that he was uh, I remember seeing that he was like like uh, he was questionable to play. Um, okay. So that's that's kind of. That's a pain. I'm sure we'll hear hear more information. You know, again, this is only, you know, it's a little bit before, so we'll hear more information about what specifically they they plan to do. But um, it's it's, you know, uh, anyway, anyway, moving on from <laughs> from from running backs. Do you think that the Patriots are a little bit at fault for not having great wide receivers around Tom Brady right now? Because this is a question I heard on Felger Mats this morning. Um, or actually, yeah, you know, this afternoon, yeah, yeah, this afternoon, and they were talking about, you know, is this the Patriots' fault for not surrounding Tom Brady, an all-star uh, caliber quarterback, with all-star caliber wide receivers? Because you know, you get rid of 
Wes Welker, who is like, you know, the Welker Brady. You you see how good he's doing with Peyton Manning. Yeah. Clearly, the guy, you know, deserved whatever money he sh- – I think he deserved the money that he asked for in, in New England. And oh, then, absolutely. Should we if, – if this season – all I'm saying is if, if every game goes against the – for the Patriots is like the Bills game, you know, excluding, you know, if you omit the turnovers, just look at the past game and just the disconnect there is between Brady and his receivers, this is not going to be a good year for Tom Brady or the Patriots. Well – to go back to your original question, do I do I feel that it's the Patriots' fault about the wide receivers? Yeah, it, it's it's plain and simple. The thing is, is they're trying too, they're trying, I guess you would say, too late in, in Tom Brady's career to try and start surrounding him with rookies. Tom Brady needs people that he can rely on. I mean, and he's always been that way. I mean, obviously back in back in his early years, he he clearly made it. Where other, you know, he made the players around him better, um, but you know what? He's he's getting older, and you know, granted, a lot of people say that he he needs to start teaching these guys, but you know what? That's not his position. His position is to control the game, throw the ball, and hand the ball off. That's what his position is. And honestly, the New England Patriots they need to they either need to stop. Uh, just throwing guys at him, you know, and hope that they work out and, you know, get some players in there that uh, can learn the system quicker. I mean, thing is, the New England Patriots have been a machine for so long that it's almost becoming a cliche. You know what I mean? I'll just put them in there. You know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady will get it done. It's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. But you know what? It's not, it, it takes a team. It takes a team. And, Tom Brady can't do it all, and he needs these guys to step up. You know what I mean? Like Kendrick Tompkins, he needs to he needs to learn his routes. You know where where was Dobson? Dobson was supposed to be this this huge. Yeah, Dobson also suffering an injury right now. That's I mean, you know, I, I get it. Injuries are a part of the game. I understand that, but let's stop going after the injured riddle. You know wide receiver or running back or defensive guy or whatever to save a buck. Let's just, let's put a team together that actually, you know, you know, I mean, listen, you, you have the Denver Broncos who don't, you know, I mean, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. They got, you know, Denarius Thomas, Wes Walker, Eric Decker, uh, Julius Thomas, a tight end. Like those are, four, those are four guys that I feel like that could be a number one, you know, and ball plus, catcher. who's, uh, who's the guy that, uh, was Ju- not Julius Jones. That's he's from Baltimore. Who's the? Uh, he's an ex basketball player. Oh, I have no idea. He, but he's a tight end. Read, read me the tight end. Julius Thomas. That's the guy. Julius Thomas. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, he he's a guy that you know he came in and he started playing. You know, he played he played you know semi professional basketball, I believe, or basketball in college or something, and he decided to play football one day. Yeah, I and mean, then he, he had. Can I read his stats? Yeah, go ahead. He had five receptions for 110 yards and two touchdowns in one game. And that was the game that what? Peyton Manning threw seven seven touchdowns. Yeah, the score was 49 to 27. That's okay. ridiculous. This, I mean, their offense. Like, see, here's the thing, and we we keep on talking about this. How can the Patriots? I don't want to go doomsday mode, but how can the Patriots compete with that? You know, if we can barely, you know, we compete with the Bills, and it's a struggle for us to get, you know, to do that. 
Um, so that's, that kind of leads us into into tonight's game. I mean, listen, the Jets the Jets ended up coming back to win the game last you know last Sunday. Granted, it was probably on a technicality and it maybe it shouldn't have happened, but they still found a way to win. And granted, I know the Patriots found a way to win against Buffalo. It was a great drive at the end. Their defense held out well, but still, things didn't look good. And I, I can pretty much speak for a lot of the people that I know that the Patriots are. are I'm used to seeing them being a well-oiled machine. Uh-huh. And you know, hello, there's trouble in paradise. I think you know. I I keep saying it. It's one game, but you know, tonight's game is going to be tonight's game is going to be a test. Yeah, I I think that Geno Smith really, you know, 24 completions on 38 attempts, 256 yards. He had a touchdown, he had interception, but, you know, he also ran the ball. He had six carries for 47 yards. That's an average of almost eight yards per carry. You know, I mean, they, they, listen, the New York Jets, yeah, the New York Jets are almost like a spinning image of the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? You know, Kellen Winslow put on a, had a great performance as well, um, and he played well. Jeremy Curley, I think that he is injured. I'm not sure. He, I think he's questionable for the game. Um, how many, how many uh, since since you have the stats in front of you, how many yards did the defense give up? Does it state? Well, let's see. They gave up 210 yards through the air, yeah. and they gave up 65 yards on the ground. So okay, so obviously they're run first defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what? I mean, if, if if Tom Brady if Tom Brady can't get on the same page with his receivers, we're looking at another low scoring game. Oh yeah, and I mean, I don't, and you know, it's not butt fumble isn't playing. So Geno yeah. Smith is starting again tonight. And you know what? Quite frankly, I think that Geno Smith, you know, he pulls a Colin Kaepernick and earns this job from from Mark Sanchez because you know. He was able to bring a team back from, you know, out from a loss, which, you know, I don't think that Mark Sanchez has brought his team back from anything. Um, no, no, Mark Sanchez. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he has, but I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it's some sort of. I don't think he has. I think he's had a nice, comfortable leads, but that's. But, I'm know, not a Jets expert, so I don't know. Jimmy Smith, you know, for a guy who you know was playing for this franchise that is. The, was the laughing stock of the NFL and to put on such an impressive performance, in my opinion, for a rookie, you know, against uh, Tampa Bay, which, you know, was a good team last year. Doug Martin and, and you know, Josh Freeman had a great season last year. They have Vince yes, Jackson. It, yeah, their defense, Tampa Bay's defense is actually a pretty good damn de- uh, pretty good defense. So, so, you know, it's good. I'm not underestimating any opponents right now. I know this is the Jets. I know that we should, I mean, I think that we're projected to win in Vegas by at least 13 points by every betting site or whatever. We have those odds, but like, you know, after seeing the Patriots, I, again, I don't want to go into full doomsday mode. I don't know. I mean, I trust Bill Belichick at the same time though. I just, I'm a little bit nervous about our offense and, you know, with injuries and, you know, Amendola's health in question already, it's week one, week, going week two. Already. It wasn't even, listen, it wasn't even in week one, and we were already worried about Dan Amendola's injuries. I mean, he's been, you know, after preseason game number two, he was hurt. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, And maybe maybe this is our fault as fans. This is, The Patriots have been, in 12 years, the seven AFC title games, 10 division titles, um, They've won. They've been to five Super Bowls. 
you know, maybe we're just spoiled rotten and this is the time where the, you know. I think it, I, you know what, I, I actually almost have to agree with you because, you know, every, every, di- I guess you would say this, uh, my buddy Nick would always say this to me, every dynasty finally comes to an end. I mean, it happened, to, he's a Cowboys fan, so what happened to him, you know, he saw his team dismantle and haven't been right since, you know, maybe it's the Patriots time, I don't know, but the point of it is, is, there aren't enough you weapons know, around Tom Brady right now. There are not enough weapons around Tom Brady, and he can only do so much. He's not a fast guy. He's not a Colin Kaepernick. He cannot run that football. And if you got Stephen Ridley coughing up the ball whenever he, you know, touches it, you know, they're turning it for 75-yard touchdowns. Yeah. You know, I I understand that, you know, everyone came out this week and said, oh, we, we're back. And, you know, even LeGarrette Blunt and Tom Brady came out and said, you know, the, the kid's, you know, he's a tough kid. He'll come back. Like, we were we were talking about his hands last season too, so yeah, absolutely. So I, I mean, it just it's it's frustrating to me that uh, you know, but the Jets look good. The Jets look strong. Um, the Patriots. I think a lot of I, I honestly think the Jets are going to surprise a lot of uh, a lot of people this year because they you know they give them no credit. And those are the teams you got to watch out for. The teams that don't get any credit. The Patriots have been given a lot of credit this year. Um, they have made some pretty decent off season moves. Uh, you know, their defense looks a lot stronger. I will give them that. Uh, maybe this is, maybe, you know, maybe this is the year that the, uh, the, the Patriots defense wins them a lot of games and, you know, they can make it to that next level, but I'm not going to go ahead and say that. Um, <laughs> not you yet. know what I mean? Not yet. I mean, it's only, like I said, it's only been week one. So with that being said, what is your prediction for tonight's game? Well, I think that ultimately, even though we just spoke so highly of the Jets, which is weird because I hate the Jets, um, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think the Patriots are still – I think that the Patriots are going to be able to come out. Um, I think that this week is going to be a very hard week of practice for them. I think they realize – you know, Tom Brady – no one's hard, harder on Tom Brady than Tom Brady is. Yeah. And while it wasn't his fault, you know, the, a lot of the bad plays or whatever, I think that he's going to go into practice this week with, you know, his intensity is just unmatched. And that's one of the qualities of, you know, why he fits so well with Belichick is that he's just an intense guy who will go in there and work with his receivers to try to get something done. So I think that this week they're going to come out and they're going to have some kind of renewed chemistry between, you know, the quarterback and the and his, his ball-catching core. So I think that the Patriots are going to end up winning this one. I give them I, – I put them two touchdowns up. I give a 24-10 to 10 victory over the Jets. Okay. I mean, I, I will say this, uh, and it's – I mean, I don't have any stats to back it up completely, but I, from what I've seen, Tom Brady, after having a bad outing, comes back the next game and basically just obliterates the next who's ever in his way. Um, and I think that's I think that's going to be the same tonight. I think he's going to come out. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen Tom Brady put 49 points on teams. I'm not saying he's going to do that tonight, but. I'll say I'll say 27 27-17. Yeah, so we're we're about the same. And yeah. um you know, I just you know, I think that the Jets are going to be a, you know, I'm glad that we're getting these AFC East games out of the way. Um Yeah, it's 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 weird to actually play um like I said it's been a while, but uh it's it's weird that they've played two of their uh their AFC East uh opponents so early in the season. Usually it's kind of mid, but I'll take that. 
my impact player of the game is definitely going to be uh, Julian Edelman. I think that he, I think we were talking about how his chemistry with Tom Brady has been, has been good. I think that he's going to be the key player to watch the Patriots because I think that, you know, again, it's a comfortable, it's a comfort pick for Tom Brady. And with Amendola questionable, I think he's listed as, as unlikely. Um, that's going to be something that I'm sure that's going to be a connection that, that he looks for um, many times over the course of the game. So I think that Edelman's the guy to watch right now with Tom Brady uh, at the helm. I think that they're going to connect for at least a touchdown. Yeah, I'll have to agree with you. I feel that Julian Edelman's going to be a good player of the game. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little bit of different route. Uh, I'm going to say that. Hmm. I don't know. I I, I got to go with my boy LG, Legarian Blount. I'm going to go with him. I think he. I think he's going to have some sort of impact role. He maybe break it wide open uh, towards the end of the game, and you know, run. Who knows? Run like a 50 yard touchdown. I'm just gonna throw that. Oh out there. wow, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. Ball, that's a ballsy prediction, right that's there. That's a ballsy prediction. Uh, that's because that's how I roll. That's what I do. <laughs> and you know, we keep on talking about, you know, it. It wasn't. There's no one bad play that we can really point out and say this is the worst part of the game. If you look at it, really, Tom well, Brady. Tom Brady threw an interception. He fumbled the snap at the goal line. There that's was the one. That's the one I'm actually gonna go for is the fumble at the goal line because, yeah. When when is the last time you saw Tom Brady fumble a, a handoff? I know exactly. Um, I think and I think that's actually a uh, that never happens. So that that to me is like the worst play of the game because I think he was anticipating something too much. I think he was trying to you know lunge you know his his normal lunging over the uh, offensive line to get the touchdown. I think he was thinking about it too much and. He screwed up. I'll actually – Tom Brady screwed up for once. Well, I mean, we'll see. Um, you know, but, again, it was just an incomplete game from the Patriots. Yeah. You know? And it's and something that, quite frankly, I don't think that Patriot Nation is used to seeing. And, you know, it's going to be an interesting year um, for sure. I just – you know, it's I – don't, I don't want to keep on harping on this, but I really think the Patriots had a terribly ineffective offseason. Or counter, you know, productive off season. Yeah, the thing is, I'm gonna to have to kind of agree with you. I mean, they signed a lot of the key guys that we were excited about that they signed. Uh, so far, haven't really panned out. I mean, Dan Amendola. Well, we'll see, we'll wait and see. But as of right now, we'll wait, injuries. Yeah, we'll wait and see on him. Uh, but we're getting exactly what we kind of expected. Uh, we thought Adrian Wilson was going to be a, a bigger factor. He's on the IR. He can't seem he couldn't he didn't have a good preseason at all um you know just it, it's been a tough off season uh, I, I keep to leave well he hasn't really shown much uh so far but i keep stressing this i can't stress it enough one game so yeah i mean i'll read you know i'll read right now the practice report from this week you know shane vereen placing the ir Danny Amendola, groin injury limited. Brandon Bolden, limited. Aaron Dobson, limited. Nate Ebner, limited. Gronkowski, out. Zach Sudfield, limited. You know, Leon Washington, limited. Those are all guys that, these are all, like, Amendola, Bolden, Dobson, uh, Washington, those are guys that we were excited for. Oh, yeah, Sudfeld, too. I mean, he came Sudfeld, on he, yeah. he came, he came on uh, in preseason. Everybody was really excited about him. He became like a, a 
a big fantasy pick and womp womp. You know what I mean? But you know what? You can't you know you can't help injuries. They happen. It is what it is. And then um, on the Jets side, you know, Jeremy Curley has a concussion. He's not going to be playing. Um, right. Nick Mangold, who is their their star offensive lineman, he's limited. Um, you know, it's looking. Excuse me. Um, it's looking. It's looking like they both have key injuries. Um, you know, <laughs> that are going to be impactful in the game. So. Okay. Sorry that I tried to call you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just my guys over at Sports Center. Um, they wanted to let me know the status. I was I was asking about the status of Gronkowski, and they just wanted to you know keep me in a loop because I need to know these things. That's it, man. That's yeah, you know, do. we we hit the big time. You know, people are just you know calling me up. I got <laughs> I got Jaws inside information for my fantasy team. Oh, by the way, my fantasy team was terrible week one. Oh, that sucks, man. Not good. Not good. Oh well. Don't do that fantasy. I was gonna make a trade for Vereen, actually, but um, not doing that anymore. <laughs> well, well, everybody, if you have some sort of fantasy advice for Scott, make sure you hit him up on Twitter at Bear Blooney. Uh, give him all sorts of ideas. Tell him who he who he should pick, who he should dump. Let him know. Um, but thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I'm your host, John Larry. With me is always Scott Blooney. Uh, do us all a favor. Tune in Monday. Tuesday, excuse me, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Wow. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Final answer. Yes, final answer to uh, Sports Hub Radio 247 uh, with your host, Jonathan Raggis and Jim Williams. Have a good show. Also, tune in Sunday at 1030 to a brand new show with myself and Jonathan Raggis um, where we talk all about the football week that is about to happen. And I uh, I might call into that. I think you should. I think I, I think should you too. should. Should I just be a complete homer and just be completely biased towards New England the entire time? Um, what would be the difference of you now? I'm sure John. <laughs> I'm sure John would love that. <laughs> well, I, I, hey, if we if we beat the Jets tonight, then you can go ahead and, and brag about it. I How's think that? I will. I think I will. Is he a Jets uh, fan? Are you, are you kidding me? Is he, he a Jets fan? Oh yeah. Oh my God! I can't wait till we beat them. It's gonna be. <laughs> Um, so, you know, tune in and also find us on Twitter at New England Sports, uh, 247.com and, uh, find us on Facebook guys. Appreciate it.